just all these people on our Facebook page complaining they can't watch the internet or they can't use the internet. It's like, oh, the internet's so slow. I'm like, listen, just because you can't stream Friends all night <laughs> sucks. I can't record my very important podcast. I'm the one who should be allowed to write. How dare you? <laughs> Welcome to The Crunch, episode 61. It is your boy, Ethan, a.k.a. Apropostle. And I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. Oh man, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> Patrick's, at, Patrick's internet, night. your internet is already going bad. Hi, <laughs> everyone's streaming Netflix instead of hanging out with their friends. It's awesome. It'll be great. Everybody in the dorms using up the bandwidth. Gotta, gotta love that bandwidth. We should always record on Saturday night so that we always have this you know, will it work? Won't it work? It's the extra thrill of the podcasting that I need. Yeah, it's the roller coaster of of, of an endorphin rush that hits <laughs> your bloodstream, and you're like, "Yes, I'm so excited." Are we going to be able to record the podcast and maintain this awesome thing that we get to do every week, or are we going to fail and fall on our faces in front of all of these people? My it's favorite great. thing, my favorite thing to do is just to lay up late at night and let, stare at my ceiling and go, "Man, did they think the audio quality was bad?" <laughs> <laughs> Hoping, hoping for the gift of sleep to come so that I might forget for just a couple hours and then waking up and then, and then doing it again. You know, they say in the entertainment, in the business. Oh, here we go. Patrick knows about the business folks. He's fully aware. We call it the, we call it the business because we think we're better than everyone else. (laughs) Um, (laughs) In the business, they say that audio quality is the most important thing. You can have crappy video quality, but you have to have good audio. And Mm -hmm. it's great because we have no video quality anyway. So all we have to worry about is how much our audio sucks. That's true. So if we get that wrong, we've, we failed. (laughs) We got no product. We We got no, we have nothing. So thank you for listening, despite our potential uh, shortcomings. We really appreciate that from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for listening. Uh, good night. Good night. That's it. What's up? What's up, Pat? What's up, Pinevi? How you doing? Um, I just, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing great. You know, it's like just after the busiest part of the semester, I'm like sliding down a little bit. Like, all right, cool, I can chill for like two hours a night instead of no hours a night. Um. Yeah, I gave I gave a talk on a retreat this weekend with my household, and I'm giving a talk in Cincinnati next weekend. Dope. I'm gonna go visit Luke. Luke last name. It's gonna be great. Um, Thanks for the invite. Appreciate it. You're like you're like eight hours away. Sure. I would have come. <laughs> you can still come. Well, I wasn't invited, so I don't want to go. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go anyway. <laughs> 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 I do that all the time. Literally, a friend of mine, um, like she's she's just a friend, like nothing more than that. But she, uh, she's in a sorority, and she invited some guy that um, she was like a last resort kind of date to their formal. And then she saw me, and she's like, "Oh my goodness, I totally should have asked you. Like, you would have been such a good date for the formal." And I'm like, "You're right, but I didn't want to go. Like, there's I don't <laughs> I don't want to go to your formal." She's like, "Oh no, it's it's okay. Like, I, you know you." Next time, and I'm like, that's fine. I don't want to go to any of them. Like, don't even worry about it. Just trying to hide the fact that I, <laughs> I was really, really hurt. Thanks, Paige. Appreciate it. I'm just trying to hide the fact that I'm crushed emotionally. Yeah. And uh, Paige, I put Paige doesn't listen. My... Paige doesn't listen, but that's okay. Um, she will still somehow. <laughs> that's she'll, strike two, Paige. She'll hear back, hear back somehow. It'll happen. It is fine. Everything's okay. I'm not hurt. There's a huge party happening tonight on campus that I can't go to because I'm on duty tonight. The life of an RA. 
There's a huge party tonight. Uh, there are no parties tonight. I'm studying tonight. That's my game. That's my jam. Ethan Stevie, the study boy. The study boy. I study for several hours today, and I've got this great formula down where I go to St. Isidore's, and I plop down, <laughs> right? And I set up my, my top, my laptop, and I get out all my notes, <laughs> and I turn on like all of my Google Chrome extensions to block you know Facebook and Reddit and Twitter and all of those things, and I took my phone, and I walked it to the other side of the room, and I put it face down. I turned on airplane mode, and then I walked back. I got a coffee, and I did this perfect, like this is the perfect length of time for me. And I've, it's taken me four years to refine this, but what I do is I'll study for 30 minutes and I'll solve problems and then I'll take five minutes off and I'll do 30 minutes and then five minutes off. And I can do that because 30 minutes is the perfect amount of time. And five minutes is the perfect amount of time. I can do that for like five or six hours. And really, yeah, it's, I've, my body just works that way. It's wonderful. So I was, I've been doing that all day Nice. and then I got to do this and then I'm going to the volleyball game later. So it's like, shout out. Shout out volleyball. Shout out, shout out volleyball. Is it, is it an intramural volleyball game? No, it it's like, like you're watching like a... like K State D one volleyball. We have some uh, girls that play that go to the Catholic Center, so we're going to to cheer them on. It's gonna be fun. I'm pumped. Nice. Yeah, that's good stuff. But before that I happens, should... do you know what we have to do, Patrick? Oh, is it? Are we doing? I think I think we might be doing. I think we might be doing it right now. Like I think it's happening currently. Oh oh oh, oh, oh okay. We have to do the crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're doing the crunch right now. Do you know what today is though? Like, it's a special. Well, what specifically? What, what specific, specifically about? You know, the crunch? Do you know what we're doing? We are doing the second annual monthly mailbag. This is, <laughs> there are two things wrong with that sentence. First of all, it's not the second. <laughs> We've done this every month. We've done this and dozens of times. <laughs> and third of all, I mean, second of all, it's monthly. The monthly mailbag. We're doing the, the we're doing the fourteenth the fourteenth annual monthly mailbag. Um. Really excited Memor- to bring this. Even Stevie Memorial Mailbag for the Cure. <laughs> the 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 annual 5K monthly mailbag uh, <laughs> walk for healing. <laughs> I like this bit too much. Monthly monthly the monthly mailbag flapjack feed monthly mailbag Knights of Columbus fish fry annually. The annual right. Knights of Columbus. <laughs> Toots- the, the annual Knights of Columbus Tootsie Roll monthly mailbag drive. No one else thinks this is funny. We gotta I, dude, I think it's funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. All right. Whew. Pat, um, we've got some questions in. Which one do you want to – Oh, actually, how do they get – how did how do we hear about these questions? Can you elucidate for us? Well, first, what happens is you speak you speak softly into a conch shell that you found on the beach, and then you break that conch shell, grind it up into a fine powder, put it into a test tube, and you give it to a pigeon, and it flies here to Steubenville, and then I read it. Mm. Or you can call our phone number, which is 785-251-3989. That's right, folks. What is it again for the people? 785-251-3989. And if you call that number, it will go straight to a voicemail box where you can leave your message and we will play it on the show. If for some reason we can hear your deep voice. If for some reason you do not feel comfortable uh calling with your voice, with your with your mouth, um you can send us an email and just throw a monthly mailbag into the subject line. And type it out, and we'll read it for you, and we'll we'll still talk about it. Um, and those emails are Ethan at thecrunchcast.com or Patrick at thecrunchcast.com. And that is another way, if you do not feel comfortable calling, uh, we can still read them out and for the monthly mailbag. So do that if you want. Um, but those are the two ways that we pull for these questions. Um, and we're really excited for this month. It's going to be good. 
Some people just don't like the sound of their own voice, and they want to hear our voices instead. We get it. We love the sound of our own voices. Why do you think we do a podcast? Bada boom, bada bing. Hey yo, classic joke. Bada boom, bing, bingo, bango, bongo. All right, <laughs> what's our first one? Um, what's your call, dude? I I am not. I I picked him. You got to pluck him. Oh, I'll pick you. Okay, I'll we'll, we'll pluck. We're gonna we're we're gonna do we're gonna do one from an from an old friend of the show. Nice, someone that we've had on the podcast before. We're gonna we're gonna pull up that one. She's got she's got a little story to tell us, and we're gonna listen to it. Okay. Hey, Ethan and Pat. It's me, Avera Maria Santo, at Diary476 on Twitter. Follow me. Hey. Um, I know I've been on the show before, and we talked a little bit about uh, same-sex attraction in light of the Catholic faith. But one thing that I did not bring up, mostly because I think it hadn't happened yet, was the fact that a priest in the confessional blatantly told me that acting on my same-sex attractions was not sinful and also did not give me a penance. So I was just wondering what you think I should have done. I walked away because I was so <laughs> I was so frazzled by the whole thing. I just didn't know what to do. Um, but I know that there's probably several instances, not only with same-sex attraction, but also with other sins, where people have been told things like this in confession and they just don't know what to do. So my question for you guys is, what do you think I should have done, and what should people in my position do in the future? Thank you so much for all you guys do. I love you so much, and I will keep listening, and I will see you on the Twitters. I've imbibed it. Okay, uh, so this this question has some layers to it, wouldn't you agree? Um, and we're going to try our best to pe- peel back these layers and, and hit hit every angle. Yes. Um, first, so let's, let's okay, take yeah. it off. Yeah, things. you go ahead. You go ahead. Are we? Are we? Are we start? Which layer are we start with? The same sex attraction layer or the or the confession layer? Let's start with the same sex attraction layer and then work our way down. Sweet. All right. Sounds good. Are you? I thought you were going to kick it off. Are you, I'm just. I'm just... <laughs> okay. Cool. So, um, acting on same sex attraction is a sin. Um. So yeah, definitely confess it. Um. It kind of sounds like this was more of an error on the priest part, which is definitely. really sad. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know if if you're if you're ever in a con a confessional and a priest says that something sin is not um yeah what do you think that she should that she should do ethan because like he didn't give her a penance which i've never heard of before yeah so i've I've got several thoughts just like from that angle i mean if you confess something that you know is a sin like you've confessed it before and you've gotten advice on it and you've gotten a penance before just i mean you know if you've sinned right there there's not a lot of situations where you're questionable about it um and even if you're confessing it and even if it's not a sin it's still good to bring up in the confessional because, you know, sometimes that can help give the priest a better, it's best to, to confess something than to not confess something is, is what I'm trying to say. So, I mean, as far as the priest goes, if he didn't give me a penance, I'd be like, dog, you got to give me a penance or else this doesn't like, this does nothing for me. Right. I, I am not absolved of my sins unless you give me a penance. So if he wait, said, if wait, he, wait, 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 that's not true. Well, isn't it true though? Because I feel no. like, yeah, because penance is a required part of like doing the pen. If you don't do your penance, then then it, it's it's a sin. Um, if you're so if you're unwilling to do your penance, then yes, but you are absolved of your sin when the priest says, "I forgive you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit." So like, if you don't do your penance, like if you forget, well, okay, here's the thing: you're gonna do your penance. Um, it just depends on whether you do it in this life or the next. Uh. Um. So you're going to like the the penance is essentially like remission of the temporal effects of the sin that you would be that you would be 
doing in purgatory. Okay. Um, and so, so like if you, if you're absolved of your sin in the confessional and then you walk out like mortal sin, you walk out of the confessional and you're struck by lightning, like you're going, you're, you're going to heaven. Like it's fine. Um, so it's the thing, the, the penance part is like, honestly, I would suggest like Ethan said, if you cast it before and another priest is giving you a penance for that, do that penance like from the last time mm-hmm. and also take on an extra sacrifice for that priest. I, this is my advice for like anyone who's ever had trouble with a priest in confession. I know I've told this story before. I had a priest who it was right before mass and he wouldn't hear my confession unless I told him that I was in a state of mortal sin and there were people around and I was like super embarrassed. And like, it's tough to forgive priests, especially when they hurt you in such a vulnerable space, like the confessional. Um, it's an important thing to do is to, um, do penance for them and pray for their conversion so that because they're human and they make mistakes and they're in yeah. errors too and they have things they need to work out and there no one there's no such thing as a perfect confessor they're all going to make mistakes and so you definitely need to do penance for them as well as for your sins because priests are supposed to be doing penance for you after confession yeah okay so that's good so that takes care of the penance thing but as far as like him telling you that it's not a sin um if that priest was not the pastor i would go to the pastor and say hey uh this priest told me this in the confessional um true uh can you address this with him please thank you and if it's the pastor then i would defo tell the bishop and be like hey uh this is a a problem outside of that there's not really much you can do um because confronting the priest (laughs) you know outside of the confessional won't do either of you very much good in my opinion um I mean, maybe maybe if you're close to that priest, if you're homies, maybe try it. Maybe say, "Hey, you said something wasn't a sin, and I think it is." And let me let me point you to this this catechism, and you know, and you'll be like, "Oh, hey, like that was a misunderstanding. You yeah. misunderstood me." And it's yeah. like, "Oh, good." Like depending on your on your levels of hominess with the priest, maybe talk to him. Uh, otherwise, I would just to play it safe, I would just talk to a pastor or maybe even like the associate pastor, um, and just kind of tell somebody and then try and get it resolved that way i don't really know it's a weird situation that i've never been in so i would just say like patrick said take it as well as you can you know leave do as much penance as you are able (laughs) you know take on that extra penance if you want to but uh yeah i don't know that's weird that's a strange thing that's happened i had a priest tell me something was a mortal sin when it was a venial sin so that that happened once I've never had a weird confession experience. All of my confessions have been, I go in and I say all the stuff that I did wrong and they say, absolve you of your sins. And I say, all right, chill. And then I leave and I do my penance and then I don't sin ever again. So <laughs> all of my confessions have been exactly like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never sinned after all of my confessions. I've, I've never, um, I've never sinned. Like I, first of all, why are you going to confession? Just don't sin easy yeah, easy money gosh <laughs> so <laughs> pat ethan what say you we hit the next one? Oh, sweet i didn't hear you uh that's okay do you want to do let's do the uh why are you religious one hi ethan and pat this is Kay. recently i went out on a date with somebody who's not religious And they asked me the question, why are you religious? And I sort of blanked and came up with a really sappy answer. But I was just wondering if you could 
give me some examples of some things that I could fire back for the next time that I'm asked that question because then I'll be more prepared and I'll feel better about myself afterwards. Uh, thanks so much. Love your podcast. All right, bye. First of all, I want to know what her answer was. First of all, don't go on dates. That's the most important thing. Gosh. <laughs> if, you're, if you're thinking to yourself, man, I should really go on a date, don't do it. Uh, dating is a sin. <laughs> that's that's all I got. I want to know what she said, too. First of all, don't do it. She said, yeah. she said that she said something sappy, which is probably what most of us would default to. It's just like, I'm religious because um, I just had this really good experience with Jesus. And, um, you know, like, I feel like a lot of us should kind of resort to uh, pleasantries. When I go into nature, I see birds. <laughs> How could there not be a God? Listen, that's a legitimate reason to believe in God, first of all. An argument for God's existence. Patrick, let me let's let's experiment. Like I'll ask you the question and I'll say, Hey, why are you religious? And pretend you're on a date with, with me. Um <laughs> I always do. Pre- I'll hold on, just wait a minute. <laughs> okay, I've put I've put my wig on. Um so I am I'm in the Visual right, effect. I'm in the correct headspace for this. Uh so I just need you to I'm gonna I'm gonna here we go. Right, so um why are right, you I'll religious? What? Uh, um, I can give an answer. I should have been while you were doing that stupid bit. I was, um, yeah, I was giving you. So of time. I'm religious. Yeah, I'm religious. Um, when I was in high school, I had. Yeah, I, I mean, there's really. You're on a podcast. So you can't even answer it. Yeah, it, it's so it's so tough. <laughs> so the logical person, it. it here's the problem with that question here's the problem with that question because religious why am i religious is all going to be anecdotal evidence of why i specifically am religious not arguments for the existence <coughs> of god and why the catholic church but that but that but, but 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 they're not asking for arguments for the existence of god and for the church they're asking why are you religious yeah, so so why am i religious because when <coughs> I pray, I understand God's existence, and I speak with him, and he helped, he forms me into a better person, and because I'm his son, and because I am destined to live with him forever in the kingdom of heaven. That's why I'm religious, because I want to go to heaven. That's a great answer, and I would say, you know, I'm religious because I've had experiences that have shown me that Work. Jesus Christ is real, and that he loves me, and that he He wants me to grow closer to him through the Catholic Church. Like, that's the answer that I would say. And then— through those answers that you just gave and that I just gave and that whoever you are just gave, then that person will ask you more questions and they say, well, what, you know, tell me more about that. Like, what about this? What about that? It's not about answering religion. It's about talking about yourself, which will ultimately lead to them asking you more questions or you asking them questions, you know, like you don't have to, you don't have to, yeah, my default you have to school them. Apologetics, which yeah. Which I think we're, we're, uh, you and I are probably both of this mindset is that we just are ready to school them at any time. Like we're ready to just li- <laughs> line it up, oop it to ourselves, and then slam it down home for for twenty points. Um, in whichever whichever that's, sport you can do that metaphor. in, yeah, it's a great one. Um, <laughs> it's volleyball. You, you oop it up to yourself, and then you yeah. slam it down, and you get twenty points. So I would just say, at the end of the day, just answer honestly. This so much so much of evangelization is just being honest. I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you don't have to have all the right answers and you don't have to know everything and you don't have to have read any books. Um, you don't have to have a podcast. It's like the people who are best at evangelizing are the people who 
know themselves well, know their relationship with God because they pray often, every single day at least, and just take that relationship and then share it with other people. That's all that it is. It doesn't. You know, that's true. Our best episodes are the ones when we talk about our own experiences more. Yeah. Um. So don't. So first of all, if you're on a date, don't be. (laughs) Second of all, um, (laughs) if you're on a date with somebody that's that's not Catholic or somebody that's not Christian, that's great. That's awesome. Um, if they start asking about religion, if you start asking about religion or they start asking about religion, that's great. That's awesome. Be honest. Don't freak out. Don't stress. Just be yourself. This is a dating podcast now. Let's let's talk about dating. Let's talk about Catholic dating. No, we're gonna talk. We're God, gonna talk about Catholic dating. God's not your wingman. God's not your wingman. Throw back to episode season one, episode one. <laughs> this has all been season one. We're episode sixty one of season one. It's like a soap. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh man, if I, I'm glad we don't do seasons. Yeah, that's like so that's what that Kevin and Lisa Cotter do, and I don't I don't know yeah. how they do it. Or like Leah Darrow does that too. I would I would forget I would forget that I have a podcast if I had to take a break between seasons. Yeah, we need constant we need constant vigilance. That's if, what we need. If Patrick if Patrick doesn't fail. text me, then I will literally forget that the podcast <laughs> is a thing. Wait, if Ethan doesn't text me, I'll forget there's a podcast. Hold on, have a second. How do we do this? It's a time loop. <laughs> somebody call One the of t- us has to somebody call the time police. <laughs> We're stuck ring, in a ring. Hello, Doctor. Who is it? Ah, stop. I'm so glad you set it up for me again. Stop. Ah, I'm that, so... was a, that was a replay of a text conversation Ethan and I had about an hour ago. <laughs> That's what we should do for the podcast. We should just read our texts to each other on the air because most of them are just me saying no. <laughs> November 8th, 12 o'clock a.m. Good night, sweet prince from Ethan. That's so sweet. Did I say it's that? Heart. Stop. No, no it's, it's... please stop falsifying tweets. It's got it's got a blue heart and a, and a yellow heart next to it. That's so cute. I didn't do that. Stop lying. <laughs> it's in the podcast now. It's canon. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sighs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Oh, can I read the... Never mind, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give you the benefit. Please don't read my text to you. I'm not going to read your text. <laughs> Patrick sends me scripts of shows that he likes, and <laughs> but, not, but not shows that exist in real life, but shows that he has made up in his own <laughs> mind. And then he'll text me several lines from the script, and I don't know what he expects me to respond with, but I just say, What? And then he's like, no, okay. don't you get it? Like, this is this is funny. And I'm like, I just don't, I don't. I okay, don't. that happened one time. That's sure. happened like four Wait. times. You're right, actually. I didn't stop, text you something yesterday. Stop using me you. as your screenplay editor. That's not what I I'm burned, here for. I burned Kansas yesterday in a conversation, and I was like, I was about to text you the transcript of that conversation, but I knew you would hate it. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me. 
Oh, the people might want me to say it, though. Let's do the third question. <laughs> You're right. The people don't want to hear this. The people don't. Uh, I'm going to play it. Hi, guys. My name is Elizabeth. I'm from El Paso, Texas, and I just wanted to say I love the show. It's so much fun. I always enjoy listening to it. But I have a bit of a question, kind of a topic I wanted you guys to discuss. I'm a relatively new listener, so I'm not sure if you've talked about this before. But I wanted to know your thoughts on marrying someone who isn't Catholic. First of all, I wanted to know, can you receive the sacrament of marriage if you marry someone who isn't Catholic? I, I've never been too sure, and I've kind of read varying things online, so I wanted to know what you have to say about it. And then I also wanted to know, would you ever marry someone who isn't Catholic? Would you marry someone who isn't Christian, and why? Okay, thank you. That's just, just my question. Okay, bye. <laughs> this is a very uh, ecumenical episode. TM. Doing a lot of. Um, what do you. Why did you just trademark that? <laughs> Weirdo. Uh, uh, <laughs> so one of us has had a lot more experience with the whole marrying a non Catholic than the other one, which. And this is great for me because. This I'm is great. Ask. Hold on. I'm in a perfect position here because I, can, I can't say anything wrong, but Patrick has a new girlfriend that is Catholic. And so. He has to talk about his old girlfriend <laughs> that wasn't Catholic, and I want to watch him navigate this this romantic minefield, so I'm just going to let him go. First of all, you're operating under the assumption that I haven't talked about my previous relationship with my new girlfriend. I'm operating under the assumption that nobody talks about their feelings. <laughs> we're all just... that's been my experience. <laughs> we're all just clams with flesh meat inside of us and no way for it to get out. What? <laughs> Help, I'm seafood. Is that a reference to a tweet? Is that a reference to a tweet? I'm pa- Help me, Patrick. I'm a clam. I'm stuck at Long John Silver's. I can't get out. Do they sell <laughs> clams at Long John Silver's? <laughs> Help. What is this a reference to? This is not a reference to anything. I just don't. Uh, I'm trapped. <laughs> I'm trapped inside my Patrick, hell. help. Do they sell clams at Long John Silver's? <laughs> Where can I get a clam? <laughs> what is happening? Just let me answer there's, the question. There's no pearl inside me. <laughs> it's oysters. It's, what's the difference? <laughs> Can anybody tell me the difference between a clam and an oyster? And which one gets sold at Long John Silver's? I'm having a mild panic attack. <laughs> I don't, first of all, I don't know the difference between a clam and an oyster. There has to be Just some to kind be of honest. difference. What's a mollusk? There has to be. Otherwise... That's a really good question. Or a muscle? What are muscles? Uh, muscles. I, have no idea. I don't know, but you spell muscle differently. There's no C in it. Get it? C? <laughs> but the muscle. C food? There's no C in muscle, there's... but the muscles are in the C. The muscles are in the C. Uh... Okay, if uh, if any of you are Long John Silver's representatives and can contact us about the varieties of seafood <laughs> that is sold at your establishment, that would be great. Um, I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. Patrick, Patrick, a... take it away. I'm having a bit of a crisis right now because I don't know how that got brought up. I do not understand. <laughs> but is it because you said navigating the rough terrain and thought of like the ocean? Because I didn't. No, I just was um, thinking about my own emotions and then I. No, shut up. We're okay. not doing this bit again. All right, all right. I'm right, stopping I'm... this before okay, I'm derails. I'm done. I'm done. So, Elizabeth, I'm Patrick. Thank you for starting to listen to our show. It's so good to have you here. We 
the reason why I thought it was funny that you asked about if any of us, if either of us have experience, because I dated a Protestant for two and a half years. <gasps> I know. And I talked about it on the show a lot when we were dating. And so that's why Ethan is laughing at me. Um, so, yeah. I think that it is perfectly okay to marry a Christian that is not Catholic. However, that Christian has to be understanding and accepting of the fact that you have to raise your kids Catholic and they have to be okay with that. Cause that was something, her name was Sarah that or is currently, she's still alive. Her name's Sarah. And <laughs> when we were dating, <laughs> after, after she broke up with Patrick, she just wilted. She ceased to exist. <laughs> um... <laughs> she became effervescent and then floated off into the sky saying, I should have been on the cross. <laughs> I should have listened to the, never mind. Um, when, so she and I had talked about this way like a year in and I was like, listen, just letting you know, when you marry a Catholic, you essentially become like a pseudo Catholic. Like you marry into the family essentially. And because you, I, and I have a ton of, I have a ton of uh, friends from high school or about three whose one parent isn't Catholic, but they go to mass every week with their family. They just don't receive and they like raise their kids Catholic. I don't understand what's keeping them from the church. That's their own thing. Um, but it is possible now that being said um your spouse should always call you on to greater holiness and so if they're not catholic and not practicing that's like two strikes um and the good thing about protestant christians is that they are united to us in our church through their baptism and they do have a relationship with christ and that can help you grow deeper however a non-christian can't help you grow deeper in your relationship with christ therefore it's really not a good idea to marry a non-christian um it's not that good of an idea to marry but I'm not going to say that it's impossible because like when we were dating, Sarah and I definitely thought that we could get married. Uh, that was obviously not God's will. And it was because of a difference in faith. Um, she eventually decided like, no, I can't marry I can't um, raise my kids Catholic if I'm not Catholic and I'm not going to be Catholic. And so that was essentially the reason why we broke up. And so just letting you know, that's going to be a point of tension if you date someone that is Christian and not Catholic. So that's my personal experience. One time I went on a date with a Buddhist girl. How'd that go? It went really well, um, considering that it was just one date and I never talked to her again. Did you go out to did you go out to dinner? Uh oh gosh, what was it? It was in high school. Actually, I don't even hold on, I don't even think it was a date. <laughs> oh gosh. So I went this is an insight into sophomore year, Ethan. Um high school. So I went Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I went alone to a dance um to homecoming. Uh, I didn't have a date. I was not, I was not the romantic sharpshooter that I am now when I was, <laughs> when I was 15. Sorry. So that's okay. You can laugh. Um, and I went, I was just in a group of friends. It was a ton of fun because these were all like my really good friends. I all just happened to be dating any dating each other or dating other people. And all the girls loved like Classic. taking pictures with just me, you know, cause I was like the ladies man of the group cause I was going stag. Um, <laughs> it was it was great. It was a ton of fun. And I went I went to this dance and there's this girl that I knew and like we had kind of met and I talked a little bit. We ended up like slow dancing at this dance. Um, and then, I, yeah, it was great. It was a great time because she had had a date and like he sucked. And then she's like, oh, I want to dance with you. And I'm like, darn tootin' you do. And uh, we danced. And then so we didn't really go on a date like that was the most we had. Like, we kind of talked and we like saw each other at lunch all the time. We sat together at lunch and everything. And then um, she was like, oh, by the way, I'm Buddhist. And I was like, oh, by the way, I have to be over there for the rest of my life. Um, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I'm glad I'm glad he didn't take her out to to dinner. You know what? You know what Buddhist girls order when they go to diners? Was your original question? Um, was your original question? Did you take her out to dinner to set up that joke? Yes. Why didn't you let me finish the punchline? Because I thought you were I thought you were genuinely interested in my dating life, but I guess not. No, I wasn't. This is why I'm a clam. Finish the joke. Listen, you. I let you go on for five minutes about the stupid clam thing that had no bearing, it had no origin. You created that joke ex nihilo. You couldn't have let me have my completely relevant pun. I hate you. All I'm saying is that <laughs> if you want to get married in the church, you can. You just gotta work with a priest. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a conversation that you're gonna have to have with with your priest, and you know, in pre cana and like your your marriage prep and everything like that will come up, and that might be a hard conversation. Um, for you to have, you know, with your significant other, if it's not something that you have already have, you know, entering into that whole com- there, that everything. So I would say, you know, if you if you're thinking about marrying this person, you need to bring it up as soon as possible, um, and understand that, you know, Christ calls us to to love Him more than our than our family members and our loved ones, which is hard. Like it can be really really hard. So if that person, you know, is is not down, is not down with JC, um. Like either in Catholicism or with you know you raising your kids Catholic and everything, then it could be really really rough. Um, in other cases, I know tons of people that you know I have a I have a friend of mine who, you know, is is converting because he wants to get married to his girlfriend. Great, you know. Um, so a- anything can happen. Just be honest and stay true and don't don't change for the other person. If anything, change for Christ. That's that's all I got. I definitely, I definitely recommend Catholics, though. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah. Catholics are, are, are good. Yeah. I, I don't like the the. I think I don't think that this whole episode is on dating, which is fine. Um, but I think that Catholics need to be less scared of going on dates with Protestants. Um, yeah, I agree. Just in general. Like I know for the longest time I was like, oh, I can't go on a date with her. She's she's Protestant, you know what I mean? And it's like you are not you're not committing to anything by going on one date or two dates or three dates with a, a girl that's Protestant, um, or a guy that's Protestant. Even you know that I I have a ton of of Protestant <laughs> like female Protestant friends, um, that I have hung out with. I you know we've never gotten to the point where like I've been on dates with them, but I've thought about you know going on dates with them, and it just never worked out because they didn't think I was pretty, um, but. Like that, they know okay, so much. They? they know so much about the faith, and they are so, like, they love scripture, and we just have great conversations about those kinds of things. And like, they're they've taught me things, which is awesome. Yeah. So I don't 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 count them out if if you're one of those folks. I mean, I definitely grew. I definitely grew out of my relationship with Sarah. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, I always say I always said for like the first like three months of our relationship, she loved Jesus more than I did. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, it's. It is Rocky Walk, but like the line of reasoning that you get caught up into is, well, dating is for courtship, and courtship is for engagement. Engagement is for marriage, and you can't marry a Protestant. But it's like that's not. <laughs> how about how about slow your roll? Think about dating. Take some time, sit down, roll. take her to Long John Silver's, and like figure this thing out. You know, you got Order time. some clams again a... if they sell clams. I there's not a Long John Silver's know. within maybe an hour and a half of Manhattan. So well, that's good because which, there's no ocean. That's true, but there's a, there's longer and silvers in Kansas City, which might I remind you is in the middle of the country. <laughs> good point. Isn't isn't it near a river though? Um, do fish swim in rivers? Are can you find clams in rivers? Can there are there clams are in clams rivers? Freshwater or are there? That might be the difference. Clams, are, oysters, and mussels. Are 
clam saltwater creatures. Are you googling it? Water this or happening live, water. folks. Um, sea clams. Giant clams for beginners. Beautiful, hardy, and beneficial. <laughs> I don't understand how clams can be hardy. Oh, they're benefits to your aquarium. You can put clams in your aquarium that will make your fish better. More virile. Ooh. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm making that up. Uh, anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. What? I found something. Okay. 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 Mollusks is all like, it's like, a, it's a class of animal in which include the class, or no, it's, it's, so it's like, what's, whatever's above class in the animal thing, animal kingdom. Genus? Phyla. So, ed- mollusks. Patrick, mollusks Patrick, your genus is showing. Mollusks are a phyla, and there's <laughs> clam scallops and oysters underneath. Oh. The difference between clam scallops oh, and oysters. Okay, but okay. mollusks are phylum of invertebrates, and squid are apparently mollusks. So I could order squid. So I could order squid. I'm basically ordering clam. Basically. Okay. No, wait, no. Okay, got it. Figured it out. <laughs> got it. Moving thank on. you. Thank you for listening to our clam cast. Uh, this has been a great time. <laughs> to answer some of these hard-hitting questions i think we spent most of the time not answering questions and most of the time just talking which is fine oh uh, no whatever shall our listeners do yeah sorry you listen to it not us um this has been the crunch <laughs> we love i love doing the monthly mailbag because i love interacting with with the people um yeah i love hearing your sweet voices people you can't say that when it's all girls that called in this week oh yikes I think I think our our the number of calls that we get from women and the number of calls we get from men is very indicative of our listener base as a whole. One of them was Avera. I can I can joke with Avera. Hey Avera, good Hi. to hear from you. Hi Avera, you have a sweet voice. The other two ladies, you don't have a sweet voice because I don't know you, and that's weird. Signing off as Bropostle. Patrick, you do the rest of the outro. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm signing out. You yeah yeah. You scroll through our reviews and look for the crunch of the week. Good boy. Um, thank you for listening. Twitter at Catholic Pat. For me, uh, at Bropostle for Twitter. So go back and listen to that. Um, can you, you can follow us on? Can you do that Instagram again? You, if you want? You dipped out. Can you just start over? <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Bropostle for Ethan at Catholic Pat for myself. Uh, Vera plugged herself earlier, so you can go back and listen to that. Um, our Instagrams, I guess, at Ethan Stevie or at Patrick Nevy the third. That's I I I, and uh, you can also. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thecrunchcast, online at www.thecrunchcast.com, or Patrick at thecrunchcast.com, Ethan at thecrunchcast.com, patreon.com slash thecrunch, and that's all of our internet stuff. Do you have the crunch of the week? Yeah. Um, this one is by um, Maria Gobbleswalt. Um TLDR, it's great. Finally started listening a couple weeks ago. I spent a lot of hours on the road the past couple of weeks, so it's been perfect. Don't mean this to sound bad, but it's really surpassed my expectations. Thank you guys for doing this. It's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever just start listening to a podcast and go, man, this is probably going to be really average, and then you get delightfully (laughs) surprised when it's not? Me too. Holy crap, they're talking about clams. I've been waiting for this. (laughs) We found the Catholic Catholic clam community has finally found a home. (laughs) Ha <laughs>
thank you, Maria Gobble Swalt, for that review. We pulled those reviews from iTunes, so please drop us a review on iTunes. We're almost at like 200. We have 171, which is kind of wild. That's not almost 200. Never mind. That's close to 200. That's 29 away. Okay. Do right. some well, freaking we're also math. Close to 200. We're close to 100 podcasts then. Hooray. That's, well, are you? I'm making fun of you. I know you are. Uh, this I'm has been sorry. a good episode. We love doing the monthly mailbag. Please write in or call in every month. Uh, every month so that we can do this for you, the people. And if you have any worries, if you have any questions, if you have anything that you just want us to talk about, that is what we are here for. That's what we're doing. So um, give them those de- give them those delicious numerals, Ethan. That's what those, what the, the, what's our phone number? That's 785-251-3989. Um, I'm going to go to a volleyball game. Sounds good. You got 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I can make it in time. <laughs> All right. Don't I, speed. I, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you next week, buddy. Patrick? Patrick, are you there? All right. Patrick has already logged off. So thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitter. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.